It's time for I'm not saying it's okay, but I understand. Those ladies like babies. Joe, how much does uh, bones affect your life on a regular basis? Uh, pretty regularly. He's a cat. But aren't cats supposed to be just low-key and easy? I mean, yeah. Yeah, so Bones is not low-key and easy? He is not, no. High-maintenance? Uh, he's he's a mix between high... He's become high-maintenance because Abby has taught him that wet food and premium cat things exist, and now he demands them, uh, which has been really annoying. Because a high-maintenance cat gon- ain't gonna want no maintenance, man. Um, I have, of course, terrible pets. I don't like uh, I don't like Bree. Um, Sassy's okay. Sassy cool. Sassy cool with me. Um, although Sassy Sassy's deaf, and sometimes it's kind of annoying because I'll put my hand to go pet Sassy, and Pat Sassy is watching my hand. Oh, she's watching it. Yeah, she's looking at my hand. And then I, the second I go to pet her, she jumps like the hand came out of and nowhere. nowhere. Attacked her. Those, what, yeah. Uh, my, she's blind too. Ooh, that might not be ideal. Uh, my mom has adopted a new dog, a little brown poodle that uh, is a pair to the little poodle she already has. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, the new dog is named Mary to go with Pippin. Uh, Lord of the Rings fans would know. Uh, and yesterday, because he's very skittish, um, he like didn't realize that Bones had sat next to him on the floor, and they were just just chilling and he looked over and saw him there suddenly and lost his mind and bones just looked very confused as to why the dog was jumping and running around bones just like i'm just i'm I'm just just sitting here man according to this 71 percent of pet owners say they've made a significant life change for their pet before um i had a couple of buddies that uh did dumb things like get a pet at an earlier age um my buddy tucker he got um, a husky at like his sophomore year of college, which is one of the dumbest things you can do. Yeah, that one's a little aggressive. Because so him and his buddy, there was two different huskies. Him and his buddy each got one. Yeah. So they got the sisters or whatever, and so it just screams nonstop and allows you to not have any sort of rental. Well, yeah. Instantly, all of a sudden, you your market of places you can rent. If it has dropped down to 20%, probably, of the available apartments, or houses, or anything like that. Yeah. It's now down to 20% of them that allow a dog or a pet. So you're instantly cutting your market down. And also, you're basically like, those are more expensive ones. So all of a sudden, you're like, whoa, cool. Well, I'm going to pay an extra $200 a month now for the rest of my renting life. Mm-hmm. Which, if it's, it's five years, that means your dog costs you almost $10,000. To just basically have a dog that early. Yeah. And maybe $10,000 is nothing to you. Good for you. You you live your life. I got another friend, Nate, my buddy Nate. Now, Nate's, I think he's more of like an apart. He would rather be in like a condo, like surrounded by a bunch of people and be kind of close to the bars and stuff like yeah. that. Kind of downtown type of guy who likes to go out and have a good time and stuff like that. Now, he got a dog. And he had, so he had to find apartments that allowed dogs. And, you know, there's some spots that he probably would have rather been closer to the city or closer to work or have a nicer spot. But he had to pick a different place because of apartment. And now he's basically saying, yeah, I only bought a house because of my dog. (laughs) 
He's like, the only reason I bought a house was so that I could, I had my dog so I could take my dog out for walks. And yeah. so my dog had a backyard, which I guess it's one thing. And I'm sure it's not the only reason he bought a house. No, but that's probably a big factor is when you're like, when it, like at the end of a lease is coming up and you're like, man, I don't want to have to either try and deal with upping this lease or like find a new spot. But it's just, just buy a house. It's ridiculous that that many people make decisions based off of their pets. Like, I don't think my pets are life-changing type of pets. Um, well, they might be. It's just in the negative way when they're waking me up in the middle of the night. Yeah. I wake up at like 4.45 in the morning. 4.30, I wake up to... <coughs> sassy just complaining in the other room. Mm-hmm. Like, bruh, 15 more minutes and that's fine. I'm going to get up and let you out. Like, but it had to be... And that's the I'd rather it's either got to be at like three a.m. Oh yeah, it's not, it's, or at the time of waking up. It's not any time that is helpful to use when they decide they need you. No, and I try, and I was like, oh, I could try to go back to sleep for like ten more minutes, <laughs> but I already got up. I already let the dogs out. I already gave them gave them a treat, and it's like, all right, well, cool. At that point, you'd be regressing in your day. Yeah, it's like, well, I guess I'll I'll just move on with my life. Uh, here's some of the ways people change it. Changing their work schedule so they can um, let the dog out and stuff like that. I know some people who do that, like on their lunch break, go home and play with their dog and let him out. And it's like... That's what Patty does. Man, that's a lot of work. Yeah, I guess. Well, Patty doesn't have that far of a drive, at no, least. No, it's a couple minutes, if that. What else Patty going to do on her lunch break? Relax. At But at work? <laughs> oh, no, no. Not at work. Go home? Go home. Yeah, but she's still going home anyways. So, I mean, I would probably, although you never go back to Patty Keyport's place. I used to when I first started here. I would go back and sit for a little bit, but I just, yeah. Instead, now we're just going out. We're stimulating the local economy. I I added about 50 pounds and uh, have since my wallet has gotten lighter. So, Well, that's the problem with hanging out with me, Joe. Bad influence. Mm Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, we went to Maxwell's for some barbecue. Um, Fantastic as always. Yeah, I got the I got well the lunch special. So it's seven bucks for lunch special, and it's like you can get a very solid pulled pork sandwich and then one side. The problem is I'm fat, Joe, so I need two. So I got two of the lunch things and got the mac and cheese as the other side, and then so then I got the two lunch specials. And then, and then you're not gonna have food without getting some of the cornbread like i'm not oh, a, yeah i'm not a fool no, i'm not no. a moron not so a... then i add a side of cornbread so it, it it makes your wallet get thin real quick and it also adds a couple of pounds now i'm willing to change my life for a good restaurant if i'm being honest joe back when i used to be obsessed with chipotle when we were buying houses i was thinking to myself um i gotta be within 30 miles of a chipotle yeah because it was back in the day, you might people might not believe this. Back in the day, it was that good. It was that good. It was worth me buying a house that was close enough to one. Mm-hmm. And now it's not, now it's not even close. Like the quality of food, the overall work, like it's just it's just gone down the drain. And that's fine. It is what it is. It's capitalism, Joe. Yeah, capitalism at its finest. Yeah, and that's why I continue to eat uh, lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner at these small restaurants because you know what they don't they, like the quality usually doesn't drop. They've been doing the same thing. It's fantastic. That's a problem, Joe. Mm -hmm. Dang corporations letting their food slide. Um, Another thing people do for their pets is starting or ending a relationship. 35% of people said, ugh. 
I mean, I've thought about ending the relationship with my wife after Bree keep barking in the middle of that a couple fair. times. Um, I, I've that's impressive. My wife forgot about my birthday one time because of Bree, <laughs> which is it is what it is. I mean, you don't really care about your birthday. So. No, not really. She adopted the she got the dog on my birthday that uh-huh. morning, and she brought it home. And the dog, um, I was visiting her at the time we Did weren't you get married. Bree and Sassy separately. Correct. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, I learned something today. Same place. They're co- yeah. they're cousins, but yeah, we got them two years I think apart. Oh, okay. Um, and Brie went, like, was on a, her leash outside and, or like on the chain or whatever. And she got in a full thing of burrs. Oh, nice. And, you know, she's a long haired, long haired, medium, medium haired dog. Medium haired dog, yeah. give or take. It doesn't, yeah. So none of them would come out. So I am at uh, her place in the bathtub rubbing baby oil on Brie <laughs> and with a comb. And I spent about six hours while my wife is crying trying to get all these burrs out because she's like, I've, I haven't even had this dog for 24 hours, and we already might have to shave this dog all the way down to this bottom. And I'm like, just give me, I'm like, give it time. And then like two days, <laughs> two days later, she was like, it was your birthday that day. She finally realized it. So, but the nice thing was, like I said, I got a free I can forget her birthday still one time. Yeah. I get one free pass. And it hasn't happened yet, and I'm saving it for when I get even more brain damage type of thing. Yeah. But, yeah, so far. So that... uh, I feel like the brain damage would also be a good excuse for why you can't remember a birthday. Yeah, true. I mean, everybody get. I love a good uh, everybody gets one. That's why I have a number of life debts over Katie Keyport's head, my little sister. Oh, yeah. Then you can forget whatever you want about Katie Keyport. Or I'd be like, hey, I need you to work merch for my concert. Be like, ooh, you do owe me. Yeah. Um, buying a new car with more room. I don't know why you'd ever need to do that. Choosing whether or not to have kids based upon now. Yeah, I don't know. If I had to put both, die, like if I was going to have a kid or something like that and it required, let's say I had a, my two dogs were both dangerous dogs around babies. Yeah. And I had to choose between having a baby or putting the dogs down. Well, sorry, you're not having a baby. So you just wait five years until the dogs are no longer in the yeah. picture. Yeah. Are you wishing death upon my dogs in no. five years? Wow! No, I'm just saying if you had a situ- if you were in a situation where you had dogs that were, this is a hypothetical. I'm not wishing yeah. any pain against any dog. Uh, moving to a new area that's better for pets. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's also a situation though where you're like, well, I kind of want to move, you know, to somewhere like more rural with some bigger mm-hmm. areas. You're like, oh, I got a dog, so that just gives me an excuse. It does just give you an yeah. excuse. So it says 71% of us have made made a major life change for a pet. No, I don't believe so. I think you're just using it as an excuse. It's time for... That I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know I'm free Game Day Gilman, you ever watch any of the Fast and Furious movies? Yep. Do you like them? Uh, I kind of stopped watching after like... <laughs> well, yeah. Um, did you watch? Have you seen Gone in sixty seconds? No. Really, Nicholas Cage and I know who's in it. Other but, people, uh, never seen it. Really, I've so, wanted to watch it, and we had the DVD, and then the DVD got way too scratched, so <clears throat> totally forgot about it. It's ridiculous, but okay. I'll, I'll believe your story. It sounds sounds possible in your household. Um, my favorite was anytime you go. I went to, and I think I saw the first three in theaters. 
or first four, whatever ones that were. It was like the one, two, and then there was the Tokyo Drift, mm-hmm. which is surprisingly one of my favorites of the whole series, mm. which is kind of weird because I it's like probably it's got the least amount of the original characters in it. Yeah. Uh, but I still I still enjoyed it or whatever and thought it was kind of cool. I thought it was fun. And I'm a car guy, so I enjoyed cars. But then, of course, it went more action than cars. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Um, and then you're – so when you're the most dangerous place in the world to be game day, Gilman, after – or anywhere just in general roads-wise is at the end of a Fast and the Furious movie when all the people are getting into their cars to drive home. Right? Come on. If you've ever been to a car chase movie or something like that, a big car movie, when you're driving on the way home, you're going a little faster than you should be. <laughs> you're rocking some music. It's it's part of life, man. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, maybe pulling the e-brake. And, yeah, you might try the e-brake out. You're like, I've never hit the e-brake before. Maybe I'll give this a shot. See what happens. I mean, they made it look so easy in the movies. I mean, why can't I? Why can't I just rip that, e- that e-brake and just make it around this corner? Now, I've done some dumb stuff in, stuff in cars. Now, the question is, did the movies The Fast and the Furious make me drive faster and stupider, or did I go see the Fast and the Furious movies because I drive fast and stupider? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is, which, is it a direct correlation between the two? And which way is that correlation? People were asked how often they break the speed limits and how often they they're exposed to content that encourages speeding. And fans of stuff that people who like to play more speeding games or movies in general tend to speed more. So basically, a new study found that the Fast and Furious fans <laughs> tend to speed more than the rest of us. Now, what does that mean? Does that really mean that um, it's the classic parents concerned about video games thing? Like, oh my, there's so much violence in video games, it's going to make my kids violent. Like, it's that day. The thing is, I just think people who like to drive fast in cars and do stupid things in cars, they're the ones that are going to watch the movies about doing dumb things in cars and going fast in cars. It's, it's no, there's no direct correlation between watching a movie, I think, and driving fast. But there might be. Because like I said, when I'm leaving that parking lot, I got the music at its full volume and I'm going, Do if you wonder how I know how to live in Tokyo. And then you're pulling the e-brake as you're going around the corners and stuff like that. Like, I get it. I get, it's because it looks fun. It's every That's life in general. If you see something on screen and it looks fun, you're going to want to try it. Yeah. You're going to want to have fun. Just like if I see somebody in front of me eating a delicious double cheeseburger, you know what I'm probably going to do, Game Day Gilman? Go get a delicious double Go cheeseburger. Go get a delicious double cheeseburger. Now, is that a direct correlation? It might be. But it's also, I'm predispositioned to eating a double cheeseburger because of the fat, you know? The bigness. The, the amount of... The, the bigness. F- yeah, the food I like. I think we've got a new nickname. The bigness? The bigness. Okay. I, I don't care. <laughs> You can call me whatever you want. Just don't call me late to dinner. I'm hungry. <laughs> the double cheeseburger thing now. now I'm th- see, now I'm thinking about a double cheeseburger. So the question is, am I actually affected by watching these movies or seeing people eat that food? I mean, anytime you watch a fajita, walk by you at a restaurant where it's sizzling. <laughs> yeah. You want a fajita. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You want one. And... I, who was it? I think somebody here at WCMP was saying they don't order it because of the they walk by and everybody looks at you. 
for ordering it. And I'm like, well, let them watch. They can watch me eat it if they want to. <laughs> they can pay the, the $5.99 subscription I have for uh, eatingfood.com, and then you can just watch me eat the food. You know what I'm saying? I mean, isn't that a great idea? If I start like a company that live streams me eating food, because I eat like seven miles at seven miles. See, (laughs) well, seven miles worth of food. Sure. I eat about seven meals a day. I'm about to have my second meal here. I got it sitting out in the car waiting for me Um, because I had first breakfast and first breakfast didn't really do it for me this morning. Um, So second breakfast is on the way up. But if I live streamed me eating all my foods throughout the day, I can, I feel like I can make a pretty penny. Eat like I eat like a slob too. If you want to watch that, three ninety nine a month, not bad, not a bad deal to watch Joshua eat. I'm, I'm, it's a good deal. And then the thing is, the question is, after you watch Joshua Miron eat, are you going to eat? Is that the same thing with these movies? I, because I don't think video games make people violent. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I, don't, I think they've shown that study that's that's not true like a million times, but. If you see videos of people driving their cars faster, is that, does that make you drive your car a little bit faster? Maybe. Maybe for that short period of time. I don't know. I watched a lot of car chase movies and stuff like that, and I'm a speed limit guy. I don't like to go over the speed limit. I like to follow the speed limit. So they even say this is true to fast driving content on social media. Anytime I watch anything on social media and I see a crash or something like that, though, I'm like... Yeah, that's why I don't do that. Right, exactly. Like, so I don't know. I don't think there's a direct correlation between the two. But if I'm going to movies and I'm going to watch some fast car driving, maybe I pull the e-brake once or twice on the way home. <laughs> Guess we'll have to wait and see. It's time for Why You Should Never Have Kids. For the love of God! Joe, uh, what is your grievances as a uh, previous child uh, in schools? What is what? Do you have any grievances against the school years? Not really. You think Pine? Were you Pine City Schools the whole way? Absolutely. Um, you don't have any grievances against the school. You didn't like anything. Lunch. Um, I mean, I primarily ate home. Like, oh, you did? Did you? Oh, look at this lunch home from lunch, lunch from home type of kid over here. Yeah. Look at all your money and stuff like that. It was your more sandwiches and stuff was, like that. I believe it was more of a cost saving measure over. The love of Patty Keyport shines through. It's yes. not cheaper to bring your own lunch than it is to get a school lunch. It was like $1.55 for a school lunch. There's no way packing your own lunch should be cheaper. In my opinion, I mean, as like, a kid uh, or a parent of zero kids in the school district, I was like a loaf of bread and like a thing of bologna that'll last you a week is gonna probably is that is that what Patty Keyport was making you eat I for mean, lunch? It was like a yeah, it was a sandwich and some sort of lunch meat. That was it, and then like a like a protein bar or something. Yeah, Patty Keyport let you go to school. With that type of lunch. Mm-hmm. Were you poor? I mean, we weren't upper middle class. But you were middle class? Or lower middle class, I'd assume. Oh. I don't know. I don't know too much about our financial Fair situations enough. as a child. So, but why, was, didn't, why didn't Patty Keyport work we like two jobs? Uh, I 
I don't, I don't know. So you got a little bit better lunch. Uh, you ask good questions. I didn't. I, I as you can tell, Joshua, this didn't affect me in the slightest. Okay, that's good. That's good. I. That's it's, good. As much as because I didn't really. I'm glad. Li- glad I, I didn't. I didn't like most of the school lunches anyway. Fighting words so, around my parts. That's fine. If you like them, that's fine. I just I didn't like them. But. I wasn't a big fan of them. So like it just it was mean. I at least ate something at lunch. What if I told you, Joe? I ate a lot of lunch back in the day. That checks out. Yeah, that's probably pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. I would say we see we always had the hamburger line. So no matter what, you could get a hamburger and fries. No matter what the lunch was that day, hamburger and fries were always an option. Oh, we never. That was never a thing. Oh, so we had two lines. We had two lines too, but usually it was like a two separate options. We I guess we take we probably technically had three. We had a really good garbage salad, salad bar, bar. Yeah, classic as like the third option. But so you would, you could either get a burger and fries pretty much every single day, except for Friday. I think it was like a fish. Um, isn't it funny how we curtail to the Catholic religion at uh, school lunches, but not like any others? Isn't that weird? I feel like that's kind of weird. Now, I, I'm born and raised Catholic. Mm. Um, so obviously, I enjoyed the fact that we had cheese pizza options on Friday. But it was just, it's just kind of yeah, weird. Can, I can only imagine as someone who didn't like fish how rough Fridays were. Oh, yeah, you. bro. You had cheese pizza and french fries. That's it. <laughs> That's what you had to. That's what I did for yeah. like my whole childhood. On Fridays, it was either cheese pizza, or just get like McDonald's French fries or something. Potatoes. That was all we had. Hmm. That was all we had. And it's just funny to me too. Like the real reason that like fish was still allowed on Fridays was because pretty sure because the Catholics owned the fish like market, right? So you can't like make a rule where that's going to affect your like your whole group that much, but. That's beside the point. This has nothing even to do with what we're talking about. I want to talk about the schools. Yeah, that's fine. Four-day school week, Joe. Would you have liked it? Probably. I, I mean, the, the less time I was in school, the better. I enjoyed certain classes, and I had a, a lot of respect for certain teachers. I just didn't care for school that much, and so I've, we were just wasting a lot of people's time. I loved school. I'm glad. And not the concept of learning. Yeah. But... It's a new audience every day for me, or the same audience every single day. They had to, people had to be there. It was like a comedy show where people had a gun to the back of their head saying, you got to be there to hear Josh's new comedy. Yeah, you probably, probably would not have been friends. (laughs) I didn't know we still were. No. Fair. We're just we're just two different that's a, people. That's Joe. my favorite uh, understanding of any person I meet. I'm like, we wouldn't have been friends in high school, and that's okay. Well, in... I I think we would have actually, to be honest, Joe. No offense, mm-hmm. um, because I had a lot of friends like you. A lot of friends like you. I would say Tucker was similar to you. Chris was similar to you. I'm just gonna name random names. Nobody's gonna know, anyways. Well, at least uh, you, Andy, were, you probably would have been able to take a joke. I had a hockey kid hit me one time in band because he was being a jerk, and I just was giving it back to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was the only time I've been close to a fight because I was like, do. Do I hit you now? Like what? Well, I. Um, the day a band nerd talks back to me, Joe, is the day I'm going to fight him because I was also a band nerd for yeah. most of my life. Matt I G- was forced to be in it, though. Who was it? Matt Golick. <sighs> yeah. His family listening is not very happy right now, yeah, Joe. That's fine. He was- is he in prison? Uh, no, I have no idea. He looks annoying. Successful was- life, though? I have no idea. Well, look it up. I, judge him out. I'm not going to judge him. It's fine. It's a high school moment. But that's just that's just my favorite like almost fight story. Because it was more just me going, what do I do next? Eh, I'm going to leave. Yeah. It's, there's no point. There's no point in fighting. And also, yeah. you never want to fight a band nerd for one main reason. 
Yeah. Band nerds are like a pack of wolves. I played football at that point still, so I still had you still like, had some. I just, like I'm like in my main thing. Anytime I was like wrestle anybody, just get them on the ground because usually I could win at that point. In Princeton, if you the band kids all like ganged up together, mm. and that's why the band the band teacher, people are scary. Yeah, as someone who did a lot of band. The band teacher won like teacher of the year every, every single year, year yeah. because the band everybody else voted for different people and mm-hmm. like it was like 50 for this teacher, 50 for this teacher, yeah. 50 for this teacher. But then the band teacher would always have 100 because all the 100 of band kids were all voting for the same because they got together and they're like, "Hey, you know what we should do besides play our trumpet, saxophones and thing? Let's all vote on the same thing yeah. that way we win." Same with choir nerds, and I was required. My parents required me to be in band from fourth until uh, eighth grade. Well, trump- well from what, a child. What, what I guess. instrument did you play? Trumpet. That makes sense. Yeah, I, and all my other friends did saxophone. Which, if I would have done saxophone, I probably would have stayed in band. I tried to play saxophone, and Patty was just like, "No, it's an expensive instrument." It is. Too. I mean, all instruments. Like, I was looking because we were going on tour soon, and so I was looking at like the cost of a trombone. And I'm like, this is thousands of dollars for this instrument. This instrument's worth. Yeah, it's crazy. So if someone steals it, it's game over. <laughs> but I, um, I had a uh, a band teacher, Miss Philifer. I'll throw her under the bus. Who yeah. cares? Well, she she's not listening. She might be listening. I doubt it though. She asked me if I practiced one time in like fourth grade, and I was like, yeah, I was, I was practicing all week. And she's like, oh, really? Your trumpet's sitting like because you left your trumpet here from the last week's lesson. Now, little did this lady know that Joshua Miron had two trumpets. Oh, you had one at home? from like I had one at home I got from the janitor. Oh, okay. That he used to play in Las Vegas on the strip. He, oh, that's cool. Yeah, befriended a janitor at a young age, and um, he, he sold me his trumpet. So I had two trumpets. Yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, I, um, I have two trumpets or whatever. I was practicing at home. She's like, you know what? We have a, um, we have a three-strike policy here at the, in the band department. You get three strikes, and you're kicked out of band. Because mm-hmm. band is band is a privilege, not a right. Am I right, Joe? And art classes should be a right. It makes you yeah better as a human being. Besides the point. Okay. And so she gave me one strike for not practicing, and another strike for, for lying, lying straight to her face. Did you have good old Margaret be like, "Yo, no, we have a second one here." No. At that moment, I never wanted to play the trumpet ever again. That's fair. I had never been more, and it's not, like, I mean, old Carol Felfer was just trying to lay down the law. You know what I'm saying? She was trying to do what she thought was best for to, to put some discipline. Okay, broader question. Did you actually practice, though, while you're... No. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She caught me in a lie. Yeah. I, I didn't practice at all that week. I didn't have a second trumpet, yeah. but yeah. For, she didn't know I was lying. Come on. I was, I, I'm one of the best liars out there. I pff, lied my way through everything. So she didn't know I was lying. And I and I brought it to my mom and complained. You know what my mom said? Uh, I'm just a I'm just a parent in this situation. I'm, my mom always said that. Yeah, I'm just a parent in this situation. I'm not a teacher, so you don't get to use like my. She never let me use her teacher stuff to get me out of stuff. Yeah, especially when I almost I got expelled for gang violence in like uh, oh high school. Oh, yeah. yeah, you told me. The yeah, story. you know the story. Um, if you haven't heard the story, tough break. Um. I would have just showed back up to school the next day with your second trumpet and like, here. Yeah, here. I got a second trumpet. Like, but no, I already hated band. I already wasn't good at yeah. it. It was just the final. But the problem is I had to stay in band until eighth grade. That was a requirement by my mom. 
You had to be in band and choir until eighth grade, and anything after that is up to you. You got to pick your high school courses and stuff like that. Yeah. But you were forced to be a part of like an art and then band choir. That was what we were my my mom forced us to be in. And then of course you could you can be in whatever sports you wanted to, you just couldn't quit them. Um I did almost what's crazy is I almost quit football my freshman year because practices were so terrible. I didn't like to practice. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm an athlete. Yeah. I didn't need to practice. I just showed up and played. So I hated practice so much, but I survived anyways. Uh, the reason I brought this all up, and I didn't mean to go on about 40 <laughs> tangents. Yeah. Over 1,600 schools in the U.S. tried the four-day school week, which I think I would have loved as kind of like a – I'd love it in theory. Yeah. Well, but then you'd be like Friday and you'd be so bored, I feel like. Bored. What are you going to do, sit at home? Yeah, that's that's the thing is like especially with like this area, like rural yeah. Minnesota. What like, else are you gonna do? Like especially with families who need childcare, if yep. the school district's like offering some sort of like childcare on top like to help with that. But then or, if you're but if you're the kid that has to go on Friday anyways anyway and nobody school, else, yeah. then you're the loser. And that's not fair. Yeah. Just because your parents can't afford to have like well, the welcome, the care. Welcome to the United States, yeah. Joshua. Yeah. Welcome them. That's, that's, a discuss, that's a discussion right now. Yeah, guess, we're not going to go. We don't need to go down that road because yeah. we don't have any kids. No. Uh, well, no, I'm just saying because Pine City is looking into providing some sort of after school, before school. And it's great. Like, and it would be care. super. Like, the problem is, like, you got to hire people to yeah. to run it. it. It has to be done well because I guess because hmm? we had a couple uh, people show up to a school board meeting last month uh, being like, this would hurt our businesses, daycare providers. And you're like. I don't think I don't think daycare providers would be that hurt because they're already full. I don't know any daycare in the area that's I, not full. That's not for me to decide. That's just a, it's for me to decide. It's, Joe. it's something I'll that was discussed at the school board meeting, which you go to. I do. I go every week. Every not every week. Let's get into every week at this point. That's but. why you're. That's why you're one of the best news coverage from the local area, Joe. Going to all that stuff. The study found, by the way, it's not going very well. Oh. In fact, the math scores have gone down at a lot of those schools because of the four-day week. Kids' reading skills weren't affected that much, but the math skills had plummeted. And I'm assuming that's because math is a repetition. Yeah. And if you lose the one day of repetition per week, I mean, even if you're... Because I think... And also, I think if you do a four-day, I think classes are longer. Yeah, it goes to probably like a like an eight-hour day or a seven, nine-hour day. And math, you only get a lot of kids' attentions for like thirty minutes, anyways. Uh, what what years did this go down? Twenty eighteen and twenty nineteen. Okay, is when the study was done. Okay, that w- so it was before COVID. I'd like, yeah, I know. I'd like to look at see like what years they actually study. If like the study took place in twenty eighteen, mm-hmm. obviously they looked at years of data. But I'd like to see that because I don't know. It's also a study from Oregon State, <laughs> so. Go take ducks? that. Yeah, take, is that Oregon State? I believe they're the Ducks. Yeah, I just don't know if which if which one's Oregon and which one's Oregon State. Either way, um, four school four day school weeks doesn't work for childcare. Doesn't work for it's a it's a great thought in theory, and a yeah. lot of schools will save money on buses, yeah. heating, like water, lunches, and all that stuff. I mean, but it just doesn't. We'd have to look at like you have to look into like Ogilvy and see how they're doing because they've been a four day school. Have they been a f- for like ten years? Really? Yeah. Because they just voted to renew it. Well, why don't we just ask them? Uh, I don't know, but uh, we if you go to the Q Media On Demand podcast on our website, uh, we have regular updates from the Ogilvy superintendent. <laughs> so you could go listen. Genius. She talks about it, but I would look more into it because that's just one person from a school district. It's almost like we give you everything you need, Joe. It's true. 
It's time for... So you'll take the higher road, and I'll take the low road, and I'll be in Scotland before ye would be, and my true love will never meet again on the body, body banks of Lachlan. Game Day Gilman, have you ever thought of being a hero? Yeah, I guess. In what sense? I don't know. I can be a hero, baby. Like um, firefighter, paramedic, police officer, um, corrections officer. No, like a superhero. Superhero. Oh, okay. I used to think about that. Yeah, that's real. That's definitely real. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah you should definitely uh, become that. Uh, you know, I'm su- I'm very supportive of you, Game Day Gilman. You know that. Um, but I would never make fun of your dreams or anything like that. Um, but that's just just to let you know, I did get bit by a spider this morning. So uh, if uh... nobody gets bit by a spider, it doesn't happen. No, I actually used. used Here to... comes a story. Go ahead, tell me a story about how you got bit by a spider. Go. Uh, I, I, I no, know. I'm listening. Hundred percent. I'm very attentive. Go. Yeah. What I thought, get out of here. I, of course, graduated from law enforcement school. Decided not to be a cop. You know why I gave him Gillen? Realized I'd be a terrible cop. Loved to lie. Um, which, you know, gets you in a lot of trouble. Hate doing any type of paperwork. I'm just going to, my handwriting is impossible to read. And I just, you know, it just wasn't for me. But I got my degree. Whatever. Didn't care. I'm cool still. Um... Paramedic wasn't for me. Um, the hospital work wasn't for me. So I became a hero of the mind. You know, I, I, my, my hero moves I do is make everybody's day better by listening to me. By giving you the motivation to go on. By giving you a reason to live your life to the fullest. That's what I'm here for. That's what, so, I mean, am I, am I a hero hero? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm not, I'm not, like I said, I'm not a paramedic or like an ER doctor type of hero, but I'm up there. And now I kind of want to be a paramedic when I see this one. I got a couple paramedic friends. Let's give a shout out to Chris Sheldrew. Uh, Chris uh, is a paramedic. I see him post all the time. That's probably the only paramedic I know, to be honest. Um, and I hope this works out for him. I hope he gets in on this one. Paramedics are going to be start using jetpacks this summer. That's right, jetpacks, my friend. Finally, we give the paramedics the thing they need. Imagine for a second, Game Day Gilman. You're walking through the forest, um, scooping up the field mice, bopping them on the head. You're walking through the forest, right? You get far, and you're lost because you're Game Day Gilman. You're not smart enough to have a phone that works. You got no GPS. I don't you don't know GPS. what you're doing. I- it's you, not that hard to go back to where you No, are. you have no idea. You're disoriented. Not from, really. You from, follow where the sun... You got it, too hungry. Um, you got disoriented. Um, they One of the... The map required a, like all, a I'm map... Not that, I'm not that foolish to go in the woods without food. I'm not that dumb. I wouldn't be going in the, in the woods without food. You just go into the woods to check something out. I don't know. You were following Bigfoot. Something like that. That's pretty realistic. So you're lost. You're there, and you you get your phone. You got a couple bars. You call nine one one, and you tell them. I, I wouldn't call nine one one. Let's. <clears throat> what? I, I wouldn't call nine one one. If you were super lost, I sure hope you'd call nine one one. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call nine one one. You should. I wouldn't. If you were very lost in the woods, I, I you should call nine one one. Well, first of all, I'd start walking back the way I came. And then probably find my. That way out. is how every single person ever has gotten lost. Game day, Gilman. 
They started walking back the way they came, and they thought that was the right way, and all of a sudden, whoops, must have turned somewhere. Now I'm lost. Now I'm dying out in the well, woods. It's not, it's not that hard to turn right back around. Game day, Gillen. Where you came from. There is, start walking. There are thousands of people who are significantly smarter than you who have gotten lost in the woods over their lifetime. It happens to the smartest of people. I could get lost in the woods, and I'm the smartest person here in Pine County. If I go out to Pine County Woods and turn around, spin around, or something, I could get lost. It's going. It can happen. It's not that hard to get back out, though. I'm just saying. If your 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 ignorance is absolutely mind blowing. It's not ignorance. And I, I am a person that listens to you talk every day. Not as much as I do, of course. And I still sometimes am just just baffled by your stupidity on things. I grew up playing in the woods. Yeah. This, if you if we just threw you out in the woods and you had to go like three miles deep in the Nemaji Forest, right? And that's the Nemaji Forest? Or am I making that up? Is there a forest over there? What's the forest called? Shangwatana? Shangwatana, sure. Whatever. Doesn't matter. So you're on the Shangwatana Forest or whatever, three miles in. If you, it's kind of hard to go three miles in because there is a pretty long trail in there. Yeah, let's say you hit your head on something. Tree branch, boom. Now uh, you're disoriented and you're spun around. I'd be looking out. I'm 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 literally going to beat you up in the park. I would in the parking I would beat you on the parking lot if it's ever it's snowing. So you're lost. You call nine one one, which is what you should do if you're seriously lost. Because the sooner you do it, the sooner somebody can start searching for you while there's still daylight. Or you could get a GPS on your phone. Yes, but it, sometimes it doesn't work. Game day, Gelman. Your phone died when you hit your head. But, your but two dollar phone gonna, from. How am I going to call nine one one then? You got two, you got two bars left to call. <laughs> so, <laughs> game to Gilman, you're you're making me concerned for the safety of people here in this area, because people need to know that if you get lost, the first thing if you get seriously lost, the first thing you should do is call nine one one, because then they can at least trace the phone call, and that way, if your phone dies or something like that, they're aware of the last ping, and then you stay where you're at. That is survival 101. That's the first thing you should ever do. If, you, if you're not positive about which, which way is back, you don't just start walking willy-nilly. You just call 911. And that, our tax dollars are there for that. I pay the extra money. I know you don't pay any. But I pay the extra tax dollars for in the dangerous case, somebody gets lost in the woods and we need to save them. It's there. And I, I'll, I'll spend all my tax dollars on that. I don't care. I would rather keep people safe. And that's what 911 is for. It's for emergencies. And that, in my opinion, is emergency. Now, back to the task at hand. So you're lost in the woods. You broke your leg because you're game day going and your bones are weak. You didn't drink I, enough I, milk I, growing up. So you break your leg from falling from this tree you were climbing up. Um, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you look up. Here comes a paramedic on a jetpack. Yeah, I mean, just flying through the woods looking for you. They're going, I'll, game day! Game day! And you yell, over here! No, I'll, and then the I'll, jet risk pack. I'll risk it walking back. I ain't going on the jetpack. No, I, I ain't going to trust They're not going to pick you up on the jetpack, you idiot. Well, if I'm that they're hurt, just they finding better. you. They're just finding you and then marking where you're at so they can get people in there. And well, they're going to attend to your wounds so while they're, they're waiting take for... Longer just to come find me with the jetpack. How is that going to take longer? It's a jetpack flying through the woods! Yeah, how's that? How's that gonna? 
How's that gonna be quicker? Because then they got to go back, report where I am to the the dispatch, and then come back they'll, out with the annual. They'll have the ability to communicate via radio to let them know the coordinates really? of where with you're a at. Really, with a jetpack, and that's gonna be quite loud. When they land, they shut off the jetpack. You idiot! Or they Why can they just landing? fly. That's and, just gonna take more time. Or they can fly and say, "Help, you're in. Mark the coordinates." I. I don't under if you're if you're trying to get me going in this segment you you 100% succeeded because I am frustrated with just the thought process that you your brain goes through. And I'm not even I'm not even trying to be mean today to you game day Gilman.